0: Welcome to Intentionality with Paul Kim, podcast where we explore the possibilities and opportunities that can be created with a more intentional life. If you like what you hear and see, subscribe on the different channels. Please follow us on social media and share the links with your family and friends so that we can impact more lives. This is episode 15 and today I want to talk to you about happiness, joy and bliss. But before we get there, why do I want to talk to you about these things? It's because there is a big risk to living a more intentional life. So what is the risk involved in living an intentional life or a more intentional life? The one big risk is it can be quite tiring, can be quite taxing. Think about it. If you try and be more intentional about more aspects of your life, that takes a lot of intention. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of time. If you want to spend more time on things that you want to be intentional about, if you want to fit more things into your life to become more intentional, that can be very tiring. It can be something that can even lead to burnout. And that is why it's very important to talk about things like happiness, joy, and bliss to make sure, to ensure that you still keep the balance in your life between being intentional about the serious things, about work, and being intentional about the other things. The things that give us pleasure, the things that give us happiness, joy, and bliss. So let's talk about those three words. They're pretty close to each other. They're definitely interconnected, but I do believe there are differences. And to me, happiness, joy, and bliss is about levels. Let's start with happiness. Happiness is described in the dictionary as Positive emotions and life satisfaction. Now, that doesn't sound too bad. Positive emotions and life satisfaction. I think that's something to try and attain. Something to try and achieve in your life. But then you get the next level. If you go beyond happiness, you reach joy. If we look at the textbook definition of joy, it's called a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Now, that certainly sounds like a level up from happiness something interesting about joy there is a video on youtube that was done by matthew mcconaughey the actor now this video was done a couple of years ago it was a recording of a commencement speech that he did at the university of houston this video is definitely worth a watch Uh, i went to check this morning and by this morning it already had 30 million views on youtube because it's a very powerful message that Matthew McConaughey shares with the students during this commencement speech. Now, in the speech, he gives a number of life lessons that he has learned. And one of those life lessons actually talks about the difference between happiness and joy. And I love the way he describes joy. He talks about it in the following way. He says happiness is an emotional response to a specific outcome. So what that means is, if I then I will be happy. So, for example, if I get this job, if I get this girlfriend, if I get married, if I get this promotion, if I get more money, all of those ifs defines your happiness as the result of a specific outcome. What Matthew says in the video is joy is different. Joy is not a choice. It's not a response on a specific result. Joy is more of a constant A feeling that we have from doing what it is that we are fashioned to do. I'm going to repeat that. I think it's worth repeating and it's very powerful. Joy is a feeling that comes from doing what we are fashioned to do in our life. So that's joy. But then there's a next level to this. And that is bliss. And again, if we go back to the dictionary definition of bliss, bliss is described as supreme happiness and utter joy. Clearly, that's another level up from joy. I love that word bliss. I think that is something that we need to pursue more often in our lives. Now, I have done some recommendations on podcasts in the past. I've told you what the podcasts are that I like to follow. There's a new one that I want to share with you today. And that's the podcast of Ed Millett. It's well worth a listen to. And there's a very specific podcast that Ed did I think it was about a year ago, and this podcast was called How to Protect and Preserve Your Bliss. And in this podcast, Ed Millett gives a great description of what bliss actually means. And I'm going to read it to you. I love this description. Ed says, bliss is not an emotion. It's a state of being. It's about knowing why you are here, why you were born, what your mission and purpose in life is. And this meaning of life transcends emotion. Experiencing a state of bliss ultimately is about discovering the purpose and meaning of your life. So, how can being more intentional help you to achieve a state of bliss? There's three things that I think you can do. The first one is, take a piece of paper this week. Go and sit down and start thinking about the things that give you bliss that help you to achieve this state of bliss. Now this can be people, this can be tasks, this can be behaviors. There could be things that are part of you that could be robbing you of your bliss. There could be things in your life that are stealing your bliss. It's important that you go and write them down, that you're aware of the things that steal from your bliss. Now, do not misunderstand me. Once you've written this list, you will have some people on there, some behaviors, some tasks, some things that are very personal to you. We can't always just cut all of these things out of our life. We can't simply get rid of certain people in your life. It would have been great if it was possible to do that, but it's not always possible. The important part here would be if there's, for example, a person on that list that steals from your bliss, it would be to try and limit the amount of time that you spend on that person. If there's a task on the list that steals from your bliss, try and spend less time on those tasks. So that's the first thing. Make a list of the things that steal from your bliss. The second list you need to make is to write down the things that feed your bliss. Now, again, this could be anything. This could be music, a movie, a hobby. It could also be a person. It could be something like exercise exercise, or quiet time or alone time. You alone will know what are the things that feeds your bliss in your life. What are the things that help you to achieve this state of bliss that I'm talking about? The third thing to do would be to then ask the question whether you are bringing bliss to the lives of others, whether you are loving and serving other people whether you are making a difference in the lives of other people. These are three of the things that I believe you can do to achieve a higher state of bliss. Now, it's easy to talk about bliss. It's easy to talk about making lists of things that steal from your bliss or that adds to your bliss or helps your bliss. But what if things are just not working yet in your life? What if you haven't even achieved that state of happiness or joy that we are talking about, let alone bliss. What can you do if you're feeling overwhelmed? If you just don't have the energy at the moment to stay on the right path? If your mindset is troubling you? If you're struggling to stay intentional? I've got a solution for that. I've recently discovered a channel on YouTube called Big Think. And there's some really amazing, wonderful, educational, inspiring videos on this Big Think channel. And one of the videos I've seen recently is a video by a Dr. Laurie Santos, where she talks about how to be happier in five steps with zero weird tricks. And I love this video. It's a short video. It's about eight minutes long. And in this video, she starts off by giving four specific reasons why we are not happy. And she calls these four things annoying features of the mind. The first of these four annoying features of the mind that Dr. Santos talks about is intuitions. Now, what does she mean by intuitions? Intuitions is where we think we know what is going to make us happy. Take money, for example. People often think the more money I have, the more happiness I will achieve. And all studies have proven that to not be true beyond a certain amount. It's interesting to note that most of us actually are very wrong in our intuitions about what it is that will make us happy. But it is an annoying uh, feature of our minds that we think we know what it is that we want and what it is that will make us happy. The second annoying feature of the mind is reference points. Now, we might have things in our life that should make us objectively happy. Things that we should be very grateful for. Unfortunately, what happens is we start making comparison. We create reference points in our life. We see the kind of car or the kind of house or the kind of clothes somebody else has. And we immediately start thinking if we just had that, we would be happy. Whereas what we actually already have should make us objectively happy. So the second annoying feature of the mind that robs us from happiness is this reference points or comparisons that we do. The third one is hedonic adaptation. Hedonic adaptation is where we do something in our life that makes us incredibly happy. And then when we do it a second time, makes us happy again, but only slightly less so. And the third time, even less so, and the fourth time, even less so. And in the future, when we do these things that we did in the past that made us happy, we become so used to it that it doesn't make us happy anymore. That's hedonic adaptation. And then the last weird feature of the mind that Dr. Santos talks about is impact bias. We believe things in our life will have a bigger and longer lasting impact on our happiness than they actually have. And then that disappointment that we uh, experience when that impact in, on our happiness isn't that a bi- a big is a very annoying part of this whole happiness journey. So those are the four annoying features of the mind that Dr. Santos talks about that robs us of our happiness. Luckily at the end of the video, she also gives us five specific things that we can do to prevent these annoying features of the mind, things that we can do to help us to get past these biases in our life. And she calls them rewirements. And I quickly want to share with you these five rewirements. The first one is social connection. Now hear very carefully, not social media, but social connecting. Relationships. Relationships have been proven to be the one thing that almost universally increases people's happiness. Get out there, connect with people, face to face, one on one or in a group. Social connection adds to levels of happiness. The second one is other orientedness, simply doing nice things for other people. I'm sure when you've done that in the past, you've experienced it yourself and the level of happiness that it can give you. Maybe it's something you've forgotten. Maybe it's something you can give some attention to again. Doing nice things for other people helps us in our levels of happiness. The third one is gratitude. Really focusing on the blessings that you have in your life, the things that you can be grateful for. That immediately creates a feeling of happiness in us. The fourth one is savoring. This is, by the way, my favorite one because savoring fits in so nicely with the theme of intentionality. When was the last time you bought a cappuccino and actually sat down and just savored the cappuccino? Just enjoyed it? The problem we have in our rushed lives these days is we buy the cappuccino and we drink it while working, while sending an email, while having a conversation with someone else. Start trying to savor the good things in life, enjoying them intentionally that will help with your level of happiness. And the last one, exercise. There's been clear scientific studies that shows how starting to move adds to your level of happiness. Five things that Dr. Santos in this video recommends that can help us to rewire our brains and to add to our happiness. I want to end off this week by giving you four questions that I want you to really think about in the coming week. Four questions that I think is fundamental to us getting to that state of bliss that I was speaking about earlier. And these four questions are number one, what are you grateful for in your life? Number two, what are you passionate about? Number three, what brings you happiness or joy or bliss, whichever one you choose? And number four, what is your reason for being? Take some time this week to think about these four questions and to write down what you think the answers to these questions are for your life. Now, the only one I think that's a little bit difficult is this question around a reason for being. So I want to expand on that ever so slightly. Think about the reason for being as being represented by four circles. The first circle is, what is it that you love? The second circle is, what is it that you're good at? The third circle is, what can you get paid for and the fourth circle is, what does the world need? Now, if you think about these four circles, and you put them over each other, there's a spot where all four of these circles converse. And that spot is usually your reason for being, or should be your reason for being. There's a Japanese word for that place where these four circles intersect. That word is ikigai, and that word is translated into English as a reason for being. So find what it is you love, what it is you're good at, what it is that you can be paid for, and what it is that the world needs. And you will probably find your reason for being. My first wish for you for this week is that you are lucky enough to find the answer, not just to the questions that I asked you earlier, but also to that reason for being. And that you can get to spend more time in that reason for being. My second wish for you for this week is that you may Have a very intentional process in moving from happiness to joy to bliss so that you can experience ultimate and unbridled bliss in your life. We've come to the end of this podcast and time for my tip of the week. I haven't done a movie in a long time and I've shared with you my love for movies. So I do want to share with you the impact that one of my all-time favorite movies has had on me. Now, this is the oldie again comes from 1989, and it's the movie Dead Poet Society. An absolute classic um, starring the wonderful late Robin Williams. Now, those of you that haven't seen it, don't worry. I'm not going to spoil the movie. There's no spoiler alerts here. Um, If you have seen it, really take the time to go and watch it again. It is a movie that is never dated, a movie that you can watch over and over again because of the absolutely wonderful messages in this movie. Now, there's some wonderful scenes in there. There's some wonderful quotes in there. I think of, oh, captain, my captain. I think of, seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. These are some wonderful quotes from the movies. But the one I want to leave you with is my favorite one. And again, it's a quote from a movie that fits in perfectly with the theme of this podcast around intentionality. Now, this quote is a quote that is read from a book by one of the students in the movie, and it's a book written by Henry David Thoreau. Now, what I found interesting in researching for this episode is that the quote is actually not read 100% the way it is actually in the book. But I've chosen to go with the way the quote was read in the movie, and I'm going to read it to you. And think about the word intentionality while I'm reading this to you. The quote goes as follows. I went to the woods because I wanted to live life deliberately. I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life to put to rout all that was not life and not, when I had come to die, discover that I had not lived. Powerful stuff. All that's left for today is to thank everybody that supports this podcast, especially a big thank you to my production team, For all of their efforts behind the scenes. Thank you to FFG for continuing to support this podcast. I truly believe that this will grow into something meaningful that can create lasting memories along this journey. If you want to contact me, please send me an email to paul at iwpk.co.za. Congratulations on choosing a more intentional life, and may the rest of your week be an amazing intentional journey. Thank you.